Hi guys, I'm James. I'm Chloe, and you're listening to a very special episode of the Amateur Climbers Tour. Um, well, we say special, we just thought we'd change it up a bit and just sort of discuss. Just more of a general chat. Yeah. Which yeah. is really our podcasting style, yeah. I think. Um, I'll probably still do these sort of like reviews of places. Yeah. But maybe we thought we'd like do maybe a few more episodes of this sort of thing as yeah, well. Yeah, because also a lot of our listeners seem to be from the US. And India, apparently. Um, so, hi! Thanks for listening. Um, but we're sure that us reviewing climbing gyms in the UK is not very interesting for you. Yeah. Um, Unless you're planning to come over here, then. I'm, maybe it is. Maybe it's really interesting. Mm. Maybe you're just interested in what climbing is like in different countries. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but we thought we'd do like a more general chat yeah. about our experiences. Maybe so it's something that you guys can relate to a little bit more. Hmm. Um, that's maybe a bit more relevant to, to you. This might um, be one episode, it might be a couple of episodes, we haven't really It might just yet. be the new format. Maybe, who knows, <laughs> who knows? yeah, we we're, we're, we're kind um, of random and off the wall with these sort of things. <laughs> off the wall is a good climbing reference. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so um, do get in touch and let us know if you like this format yeah. or not, or you don't care, <laughs> um, which I suspect is the, the case. Yeah. Um, yeah. So... We've been climbing for, God, years. I mean, not that long. Not like that made it sound like 20 years. I think... Oh, I've been climbing since I was a baby. I think it must be about five years now, actually. Yeah, five or six, something like that. Yeah. Which, I don't know. We should be way better than we are. We, yeah, we really should. But I will say, I feel like we were climbing before the big climbing boom. Yeah, true, yeah. A like, couple of years ago, which was sort of... To, it was around the Olympics, wasn't it? Yes. There was like this yeah. real big boom in climbing, and definitely like the, the people you saw in the gym and that kind yeah. of thing really had a big dynamic change. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if right. that's something that um, other people have noticed, or if that's just... Yeah, us. I think, Not, I think um, that's... Uh, yeah, that is definitely something yeah. to talk about. I don't is... think it's a bad thing. I just want no. to put that out there now. We're not like one of you know these kind of really old school people that don't want to see you know new people. They in don't gyms. like the like parkour style and all of that. We're not like that at all. No. Um, but I just it's just an interesting thing that I feel has happened since we've been climbing. Yeah, that's. I think that's a fair point. Yeah, across. Yeah. Um. So, how did you get into climbing? Um. Well. So I actually I, I climbed a very small amount outdoors as a kid as a mm-hmm. child. Um, I don't like the word kid. <laughs> a kid is a baby goat. Not a baby person. <laughs> um, so I so I knew that I I knew that I enjoyed climbing, but um, obviously my life went in kind of a different direction. Mm-hmm. Um, I rode horses for a long time competitively, and I worked in that industry. Um, and then there was kind of a point where I got to where I was like, okay. You know, obviously I'm still doing that and I was swimming and whatnot, but I wanted I just wanted to try something new. Yeah. And I don't know, my mind went to climbing for some reason. Fair. Um, so I was living in New Zealand at the time, so I went to a local climbing gym and yep. things were a bit more lax over there than they are in the UK, or they were at the gym well, I went to. Well, they're to. different, aren't they? So it's I a different merrily clipped onto the auto belays and off, off I went. With no training um, at all. No training at all. No. And I survived, I was fine. Yeah. Um... Yeah, and so so that was kind of, and then you know, kind of, I had other things going on, and then when I came back to the UK, I sort of thought, okay, well, you know, maybe I should should have another, a bit more of a crack at this. Hmm. So I did. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, 
and uh, very lucky where I was living at the time, and you were living um, nearby as well. Yes. And there are quite a few climbing gyms and quite a <laughs> yeah, close area. A lot, a lot of climbing um, Which gyms. is quite unusual in the UK, other than in like cities, like real no, like London places. is probably like, yeah. the best place for climbing, arguably. Annoyingly. Yeah. But I think, I think outside of London, yeah. and possibly areas like the Peak District have a lot of outdoor yes. climbing, yeah. I think where where we were at the time is actually really quite a good area for yeah, climbing think, and there are quite right. a lot of local yeah. climbers well even now i think generally it's still quite yeah good. and obviously gyms are opening up all over the place nowadays yeah, exactly um which we will yeah, review we will <laughs> when we get around to going to them yeah um, uh so let's move on to me now i yeah. i did i did a tiny bit of outdoor climbing um throughout like my training i think you need to clarify that i in the, when we were in the military, you, yeah. you go away and you do um, that was what I think adventure to, training. Um, that's what I think you needed to clarify. Yeah, yeah. and um, you basically spend a week doing all sorts of different outdoor activities. Just to it helps build your confidence with things, and you get a bit of team building, and you sort of understand because it's something the military does as a, like a common thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, so part of that was just getting unleashed outdoors, but it wasn't like proper. What I would class as proper climbing, I suppose. Well, it's not, is it? Because you're not, um, yeah. you're not an experienced no. enough climber, eventually, to be no. able to. You you were like clipped onto harnesses and that, and you were like put on a wall, but you weren't given like specialist climbing shoes or anything like that. It was just yeah. sort of just get up the wall if you can, <laughs> basically. And um, yeah, you'd have like some would belay you from the top, and yeah, it. It wasn't till like several years later that I really sort of got into I'm gonna, I'm gonna call it, proper climbing, gym climbing, <laughs> gym climbing. Yeah, yeah, um, and yeah, a friend of mine who I was serving with at the time took me along to this climb place because every Wednesday, if you're a regular, um, a person in the regular military, you unless you're out on like an exercise or whatever, you get to go and do a sport. Yeah, it's like sports afternoon. Yes, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which sounds very school like. That it does is sound quite very a cool thing. I wish my yeah. job had sports afternoon. I know. Afternoon. <laughs> I still, I still wish mine had. You must have minded now. <laughs> I feel like that's just when you're not working. But yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, and um, yeah. So I, was, I, I went along with him, and I really enjoyed it the first time. And then we started making like a thing of it, and just kept going more and more. Eventually, I think I sort of overtook him when <laughs> the enjoyment of it. To be honest, oh. and I, I got more into it and more into it, and yeah, and eventually, obviously, as you say, we um, like there's lots of places around where we are or where we were living at the time. Yeah, there's still several places around here now, but it's just oh, not. So as... They're all a bit further. Yeah, but at, at that time, there yeah. were a lot of um, a lot of quite mm. good gyms, I would argue, around yeah. that area. And so I was like more interested in going different places and experiencing different things, and yeah, so it just grew into that really, and then obviously we both gone off and done outdoor bouldering and yeah like, we've obviously done um train course for like lead uh no top rope. top rope sorry yeah i always get them confused we don't lead we need we to don't get need. around to yeah it, we're, but, um, we're eventually gonna do lead climbing but it's, it's just, all just so expensive yeah and it's I, like i've been recovering from an injury for quite a while but yeah yeah i'm i'm time short yes yeah and now chloe's reaching to the build up for the channel aren't you yeah, so, I'm doing a lot of swimming, so I'm yeah. not really in a position. Tapering to... off the climbing a bit. To... Yeah, well, I've actually stopped bouldering completely because yeah. I don't want to fall off and hurt myself. 
yeah. now. Only and this was only a decision I made last week, and it's not a permanent <laughs> decision. It's only for a couple of months. Um, Unless you give in, which <laughs> will probably happen. <laughs> um, but no, we'll just go to if we decide to climb, we'll just um do roped instead. Yeah, go yeah. to the rope one nearest. And yeah, I don't like the bouldering there anyway because it's all too powerful for me. So, yes. um, yeah. Um, I think something to th- talk about is. The changeover from being a casual climber, mm. like where you rent shoes and you know you just you go there, like you've got no kit. To I mean, did I, I say, say amateur? I would, I would still consider myself a casual climber, comparatively. In the to, in, no, so in my in my mind, I am a casual climber because it is not my primary sport or activity. Yeah, I'll give you that. When I go to the gym or whatever, I'm not training for climbing. No. You know, my climbing is a supportive activity to the other sports that I do more seriously. So that is why I will call myself a casual climber. Okay, yeah, fair one. As opposed to someone who is dedicated to their climbing. Yeah. Which is why this is the amateur climbers tour, not the serious climbers tour. This is why I said we would be amateur climbers, not anything else. Yeah. Um, But I think, because I think when I first put my first pair of shoes, which expensive oh they all are oh yeah they are horrendously expensive like but then you do the cost of renting shoes certainly in the yeah, UK I don't yeah. know what it's like anywhere else but you do actually make back the, a pair of yeah. cheap shoes on literally but like five sessions honestly your your skill level just goes up by quite a lot like just off like you know and you yeah. like finally not having a rented pair of shoes yeah they are just bad. from like you know footing on the wall Yes. Because the minute you stood on like a tiny hold in a rented pair of shoes or something, your foot's just slipping off straight away. Yeah. Whereas if you have your own set of shoes that aren't too like broken in or whatever, mm. like you know, even if they're not a, like a very like stiff pair of shoes or whatever. Well, I don't just, climb in stiff shoes yeah. ever. But it, it but makes like such them. a difference, doesn't it? Yeah. Like in comparison. Yeah. Yeah, completely. Um, and I, I, to be honest, I mean, I bought a pair of shoes pretty. Mm. I am a bit of an advocate for just buying kit. To be honest, I if think, you want yeah. to do an activity, if you know you're going to use buy it, the kit. yeah, you know, yeah. like we have rackets for all kinds of sports. We've got we all go. kinds of stuff. Yeah, you know, we've got all the boxing stuff. We've yeah. got what else have we got? You know, I can't even think. We've got a bag full of balls outside that we never use. Yeah, that is true. Um, <laughs> that sounds really touchy, but yeah, yeah. it's true. Footballs and rugby <laughs> balls yes. and yeah. such. Um, <laughs> you know, you've got walking shoes and yeah. trail running shoes and all these things i'm a bit of a i kind of think if you're going to do something you might as well buy at least basic kit yeah um, you, yeah yeah don't like go buying a thousand pairs if you're not ever going to do it again but yeah. there's no point not having at least but one you can set get, particularly like nowadays they sell climbing stuff at decathlon yes like i'm not sure i trust like i'm yeah. sure they're fine but i'm not sure i trust like their ropes and stuff but uh, i'm sure their climbing mm. shoes are perfectly good I think they're good for, like, if you're making that bridge. Yeah. Like, obviously, because we made more of it, I would say, like, we went all in. Oh, yeah. From, like, you know, that like, past that that second time of, say, maybe doing something, like, properly. Yeah. Like, we went all in and we're like, you know, yeah. we're, we're going to do this for I'm like, if, if I know, I if I enjoy something, I'm just getting yeah. the kit, to be honest, like. And so, it's it definitely made, yeah, like, so we, we invested quite heavily in, because Christ, the amount of 
money we must have spent on like climbing stuff. Oh, I know. I don't want to think about it, but yeah, it's quite a bit. It's not too bad, actually. Well, like the map, got, the I outdoor mean, bouldering map. I am, you've got to remember, I'm coming from a horse riding background. This is true. So, yeah. basically, whatever sport you do, it cannot be as expensive as horse riding, no, except that's... maybe like Formula One driving. <laughs> but, you You're know, paying like, for your own car. Yeah, pretty much horse riding is the world's most expensive activity. Yeah. So, um, fair enough. Actually, yeah. I think we're doing quite well on climbing gear, but yeah, yeah we have point. spent a fair amount of mm. money. Well, it's just because like we enjoy it, don't we? And yeah, we're happy to spend like you know consi- like considerable amount of time doing it. Like we, yeah, you know, we've, we spend we've, a lot of time climbing. We've made holidays mm. out of just wanting to go climbing now. Yeah, and everywhere we go, I always check out if there's a climbing gym. Exactly. You know, even if we're not going yeah. for a climbing. I think reason. actually that's something else to think talk about is it's quite like unless you're going outdoors because mm. outdoors then it becomes a bit more you need a bit more stuff mm. like it's like one small bag yeah you can just throw it in the yeah. car like the, both our climbing bags live in the back of my yeah. car with the paddleboard which is just another classic mm-hmm. example of things that we've bought yep, yep. Um, but yeah but they just live in the car yeah. they don't take up any room if no. i want to go climbing i just drop in yeah it's super easy compared to a lot of activities it's so easy to do but then I also think it's quite hard to get into, not bouldering so much. But um, if I you think, don't know someone that climbs, yeah, I think it's quite I, will, ag- I will agree with that. It's very hard if you don't already know someone who does it. Yeah. Because I, like, obviously I went with someone who was already climbing initially, and then I just got hooked on it. Yeah. And I, found, I don't know, I found it was very nice, at least initially. And again, this goes back to what you were saying at the start about mm. how the, the, um, the appeal has changed. With the explosion yeah. of like you know its popularity, yeah. But I found it very nice to just be able to like put my phone away in my bag, yeah. just forget about everything. Oh, that's not a thing anymore. No, God, the amount cause... of times I need trodden on someone's oh. phone on the map. Well, it, it's kind of encouraging. It's being encouraged now by the climbing places a little bit. Yeah, because they've got those apps. So yeah, where like... you scan the, the climb you're and about also to do. It's the whole like tip video on yourself and yeah, yeah. which there is there's absolutely with... merit to. Yeah. But at the same time, like if you leave your phone abandoned on a map and someone treads on it, then. It's kind of your own it's fault. kind of on you, yeah. you know. Well, um, I think, like, I, I miss those days a bit more. I think where I would just I could cut out the rest of the world for a while. Yeah, because that's sort of what it, it meant to me. You know, yeah. it's like I, I was uh, the only thing I was really like it helped me clear my head a lot. Yeah, I must admit I don't find it as relaxing as I used to, and I think that is just because it's busier. Mm. Yeah, I think so. Um, generally, and because um, it's harder to get on the wall, and you have to dodge more things and more people. Oh, and... definitely. All of that, which uh, again is a great thing for for climbing as a whole, I guess, but just on an individual level is not really as um enjoyable. Yeah, I think that's fair enough. I I think because you it was let it's a lot less. You know, you have your core group of people. Yeah, because I remember like back in the day when I because we like went to one place before we sort of properly branched out to go into like other places a lot. Yeah. I you would know everyone there almost, or you could like know yeah. everyone, or probably make like the majority of people who went I'd there agree with that, yeah. because they were all regular people. Yeah, you'd always see the same people. Yeah, and you ended up having conversations with them mm-hmm. because you always saw them. Yeah. Whereas now, like you might go back to that place and you might not know anyone, yeah. or you might like like the odd person because either they've moved on to a different place or like you know. I, I definitely think part of that for us is in, so without going into exactly where we live, <laughs> um, but the climbing gym that we 
used to attend a, a lot. Um, firstly, we moved further away, but um, also a larger and fancier climbing yeah. gym has opened. That is close part of by. a chain. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think a lot of those uh, those people have moved on to the yes the, the nicer one in, yeah in quotation marks yeah. nicer new gym yeah um because it's more fancy isn't it yeah and, it's yeah. bigger and it's got um you know more variation yeah it's got a gym and it's you know it's, it's different yeah um and I I think that that is a big um factor actually in why that kind of community spirit kind of has disappeared a little it's quite sad really because I remember like times when i was climbing before and if you really were struggling at something you'd like attract a group of people yeah and who would like try and help yeah you. and it was like it was great and like now that just isn't really there anymore yeah and i don't my other thought is maybe that's because we always climb together maybe now, and whereas i used to climb a lot on my own yeah i think yeah we would both sort of do it separately and then yeah. occasionally climb together yeah whereas now we sort of solely like pretty much always going yeah. together because we have free time at the same time yeah and that's when we yeah. want to um yeah yeah i don't i, I that's just I, think I think it's also a bit yeah like a free time as you say in it to yeah. some extent as well because i, I know think, i don't have um, as much free time no. as i used to um partly job related to yeah, yeah. changing jobs um and obviously you know you changing your job and yeah. more focus on obviously swimming in that yeah. My other theory is that, um, I think it's a combination of a lot of these things, hmm. but my theory is that as we've improved, yes. and we're by no means fantastic no. climbers, but as we've improved, the number of people that are able to climb those routes has Lessons. actually dropped, lessened. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, so then you're starting to get less and less people that have thoughts and feedback. Yes. Which, no, that is true. Um, and so, so you don't get, because for example, I would be quite happy to offer advice to someone climbing like a V1 to a V2, maybe V3. Mm. But if I saw someone climbing like a V10, yes, I would not offer advice no. because I don't know. And I think maybe as we've kind of got up to more of those, like what I'd call more like middle, like low intermediate, middle grades, I would yeah. say like, like low intermediate. Yeah, sort of exactly. Um, I think you're starting to lose um, the, like a, the number of people that feel qualified to comment. Maybe a little, yeah. I think also again because like the pool of people there has changed, yeah, the, the, and um, gotten larger. Yes, I like, think the um, what's the word I'm trying to put up? The like the dynamic, the like the group of people. Yeah, I, like the culture of the of people yes, that you see at the climbing yeah. gym has changed. Like whereas before they were like all very hard, you know, it was all the hardcore climbers. Yeah, all of them had you could probably was guarantee all of them had been climbing for like a year at least. Yeah, you know, or you get like the old one that happened. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. most people were. But like, the majority were cli- like, I think the big advent actually came sort of after the lockdowns. Yeah, I think it was the Olympics. Like it, it sort of crept in before. It was starting, but it was it was nowhere near as much. Yeah, as after the lockdowns, like, and they reopened. It's funny, isn't Partly it? because, as again, obviously, as you say, because the Olympics. I think the Olympics were the big. I think push. I think you're really right. I've had a lot of people um, that knew that I climbed prior to that. Um, prior to the lockdowns and be like oh you know you're into climbing aren't you oh I watch your climbing at the Olympics I'd really like to give it a go yes um, you know can, can you tell me how to start kind yeah. of thing uh, because they know that I was climbing anyway mm. so I think that that's had quite a big impact which is great and it's obviously one of the big benefits of having a, a sport in the Olympics is yes. that it gets oh, a lot more it gets a lot more FaceTime and I think actually uh, uh, like as you were saying earlier because we were looking obviously who has listened to this show yeah I 
the Olympics causes it to sort of explode in countries Become because a bit more international, yeah. Well, because they want to enter people into the Olympics. Yeah, exactly. So then they'll start. They'll invest money in opening up places to train in in that country. Yeah. So now you'll have more climbing places like in the world. Yeah, which Just, is great. And yeah. then obviously you get people that are maybe very talented but wouldn't have had the access no. previously who were then able to get into the sport. Yeah. Like they, um, they'd be like niche to one country and like, yeah. or they'd have to travel to another country to train. Yeah, or they just would never or find train out outdoors that, that, was, um, because, that that was their thing. Yeah, you know? yeah exactly. Um, so it so has it's, it's, really great, yeah. it has its good, real good parts. Yeah, but absolutely. I think as the same with any niche sport, really, actually, to be fair, I'll say this, because obviously you're, you're a swimmer, you're an outdoor swimmer, mm. and because it's it's quite a niche sport, you can actually see the difference to some extent, yeah. in that there's still quite a community. Yes, although interestingly, swimming has actually, outdoor swimming has gone through kind of the same thing yeah, that climbing has gone through, I would say. you see it, don't you, where the um, community is less... The community is effectively more diluted. Yes. Because there's more is, people it? in it, there's yeah. less of a, like, tight-knit feeling. Yeah. Um... Yeah, which is definitely something I've noticed in in outdoor swimming. Although, as you get into marathon swimming, it's still quite... Yeah, because, um, again, it's such a hard level that you're operating at, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, but what you look at in 10 to 15 years' time, this is something they did a big push for in horse sports about 20 years ago, is encouraging grassroots. Yes. So if you have more people at grassroots, you end up with higher quality at the top level. Oh, levels. yeah, yeah. I think that's um, going to be something definitely in the next probably 10 years, especially yeah. with climbing. Yeah, exactly. We'll see a massive transition of these climbers who are amazing. Yeah, who were like, you know, that like <laughs> I'm not going to put any shade on any, any like professional climbers out yeah. there now, but we'll probably make them but, not look as good yeah. just by the the fact that they, you know they've had. Yeah. It's the same thing. If you look at the pyramid, if there's more people at the bottom, bottom inevitably there's going to be more at the, the top. The skill is higher yeah, at the top, it's, isn't it's, it? It's a sharper peak, yeah. effectively. Yeah. Um, so it, it can only be good for the sport yeah. and also keeping these gyms going. Oh yeah. You know, people whose I think they've changed. I think the income. gyms themselves have sort of changed as well. They definitely have because the Gone people are the grimy days. <laughs> well, it's not like, like like even that, but like the people who like owned them and worked yeah. in them were generally back in the day they were climbers. Yes, or like weirdly enough, military, ex-military. Some ex-military seem to own but them. That's the the same as the um, commercial diving thing, isn't it? Yes, it's a bit of a niche thing that you might have started yeah. in the military. Yeah. Um, for reference, I happen to know a lot of people that are commercial divers, which is, you'd think is a really niche activity, <laughs> but all of them are ex-military. Yeah. Mm. Um, so I think that kind mm. of is like, a similar thing. For me, back home, there's a, there's a couple of climbing that I frequent when I would I'd go home on leave back when I was serving, and um, I know like about three of them were like owned by ex-military yeah. personnel. Also, I think it's slightly just the type of person. Yeah, I think it's a risk-taking thing slightly. Yeah, exactly. Obviously, because inherently climbing is a risky sport. Yeah. That's why you always sign a waiver when you start. Mm-hmm. It's one of the few sports, really, where you know you have to sign a waiver that includes the phrase "you could die" or you know you may like have a life-threatening injury of some kind. Course riding, yeah, open water swimming. But you don't sign a waiver for it. You normally do if you're doing like oh, I suppose if you're, if you're like doing like yeah, if you're yeah, in like sorry, riding yeah, school yeah, or something, yeah. yeah. But I mean, like you know, if you want to do it casually, yeah, you don't sign a waiver. No, you, you just turn you up just and do it. And die. <laughs> you get my point, don't you? Though, like, yeah. Whereas, yeah, it's the, it's one of the few sports I found where casually you have to sign a waiver that like is. But then I guess that's comparable to if I just went outdoor climbing, yes. I wouldn't have to sign a waiver. No, that is you true. So yeah, it's that kind is of like true. if you're going to a, a business, mm. you have to sign a waiver, and it's yeah. obviously for insurance purposes. Yeah, yeah. no, I get that. Um, 
Anyway, this I feel like this this has sort of taken a turn to us moaning about what climbing's like. It's not a moan though, actually. It's, the, it's more of a comparison. Because yeah, because like obviously we came in at the back end. I would argue of like yeah, we are by no means established long term. No, but we we kind of came in at the back end of like the the under <laughs> the underground like <laughs> scene. But it kind of it, it was at the same time because yeah. everything was a bit more dingy. The gyms were all dingy and grimy. Everyone you've met slightly looked like they needed a shower, <laughs> but were lovely. Um, God, that sounds so bad. No, but it's, but true. it's true. It is yeah. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as someone who regularly looks like they need a shower, <laughs> I, you know, I I'm not worried about that. No, no, that is true though. And like you sort, I don't know, you you felt like you were climbing in a cave a lot of the time. Yeah, it's just like some dark. Dingy, yeah, like can't the, breathe. The warehouses so where they were probably like they were obviously cheap warehouses. Yeah, yeah. bad bad ventilation. And like they were usually owned by like climbers. Yes, and or as said, or, as as we mentioned, or ex-military. Yeah, um, because they were interested in it. Yeah, and then for whatever reason, you know, they had the money to afford it, and then all the people that you you know who'd be employed there were all climbers. Yeah. You know, they were all very good climbers. Yeah, and they might have been living in their van out the back <laughs> yeah, and going yeah. away at the weekend. Yeah, to go, um, yeah. yeah. They, they sort of eat, breathe, sleep climbing, basically. Those yeah. those sort of people were the ones yeah. who worked there. And now it's not quite the same. It's not, like, it's still some like similar. Yeah. Like, but it, you're getting away from these people who were... Like such hardcore climbers that yeah, like that's, like their that's early, all they do. That's their life. Yeah, yeah. and um, you're getting more into like the sort of um, trying to get to put this now, but um, summer student job. Yeah, is the probably the best description yeah. I can give. I like it. climbing, and I need a second job. So yeah, I'm going to work yeah. at the climbing gym on yeah. Saturday mornings, kind of thing. Exactly. Not always, obviously. Not, not always. always and like you know, you're getting more of these people who got into it in the I said like in like university actually is probably a good way of putting it. Yeah, and then, I think um obviously neither of us went to university. No. But I think that university climbing clubs are kind of becoming quite a big thing. Yeah. I hear quite a lot about people that climbed at university. Yes. And then they start like moving away from it again once they've left university and gone yeah. into like the business world, I suppose. Yeah, or whatever whatever they yeah. then went on to. Yeah. Because obviously, you know, they they're no longer in that sort of world of climbing. Yes. And if you if you lose touch with your climbing friends yeah. You then get a bit kind of, and you're not that dedicated, hmm. you know. Like I feel like I would never stop at this point, short no. of an injury. Yeah, shy but of if like... you're not that extremely obsessive personality like I am. Yeah. Um. Then maybe you just kind of other things take over. Yeah. Sh- yeah. Shy of like a like <laughs> like a sport ending injury because obviously I suffered yeah. a pretty bad one. Obviously that can happen. Yeah. yeah uh, and I've had to take a bit of a step back, but I've all I've been thinking about is getting back to it. Yeah, exactly. And rehab and yeah. what you need to do and, you know, what's going to be the safest and quickest yeah. way to get back kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yes. So, I think something else to go into again is, like, um, what can you do to get better at climbing? <laughs> if I knew that, I wouldn't still be climbing V3. <laughs> I would No, I would say, from our point of view, actually, being lighter is probably... Honestly, yes. it's it's one of the best things you can do. It doesn't mean that you won't be a good climber if you're heavier, but it will be harder for you because you're better being lighter, gaining the strength yeah. as you go but on. I think I think what we should say with this is that um, obviously being lighter is helpful. Yeah, but there is a point where being 
too light will affect your Diminishing performance. Diminishing returns. And, um, I, I, so, should probably, I should probably caveat that yeah. by saying it's not being light, it's having a good body weight to strength ratio. Yes. Is probably the better way of putting it because that's yeah. exactly that's what you need. And it's yeah. generally that the lighter you are, the better your body weight to strength ratio will be. Generally, but you can't generally, go too far. Yeah. Like, not, I'm you saying, need to eat. Yeah. yeah. Like, um, you need to eat. It's why you, you see a lot of the professional climbers, not all of them, because some, like, the very high end mm. climbers are generally going to be quite light. Yeah. Like, the, you know, um, I was watching a. Video. Basically, what I'm trying to say, honey, is let's not encourage eating disorders. I wasn't ever suggesting that. Well, yeah. But I'm saying that, you know, like, we're on the probably the upper end of the scale when it comes to... But I've tracked people who are even heavier than I am. And they've they've gone climbing, but like they've struggled at it, obviously, because yeah. they're just so much heavier. And again, it's that body weight to strength ratio is what you need. Yeah. So you look at, like, uh, calisthenic athletes. Yeah. They are probably the best people, you know, sort of like that sort of build for climbing. Because they have yeah. a really high strength ratio to their how much they weigh at the time. Yeah. But true. they're but they're of a healthy weight where they're not gonna it's not affecting their performance. Yeah, exactly. Like in, you know, a, there's a happy balance. Yeah. There's a happy medium to be met here. As someone who's uh, doing a sport where you, that requires a larger body type <laughs> um, <laughs> there is a happy medium to be met. Being too thin will not help you. I also think it can slow down your progress as well if you're too heavy. Like, you will probably not make as much progress as quickly as, like, someone who's probably a bit lighter than you. Maybe. Like, I'm not saying it won't necessarily come on, but I think uh, you, you um, there's going to reach a point where you are... You've reached a tipping point, basically, where yeah. you have to sacrifice either being a bit heavier and commit to climbing. Yeah. And then you slim down a little bit, get a lot better at climbing in the process. Yeah. Or you keep climbing as your sort of your your um, I don't know what I don't know what to call it, but like casually casual climb, yeah, casual thing, and you don't commit as heavily to it. Yeah. Because at some point, you know, you have to cre- you have to make like allowances to get. I better. guess the third option is get very good technique and be like two thirds of the way to being a very good climber. Yeah. Because, but I think you can get very good technique. Like you've got, I think you've got quite a good technique, personally. But I think you obviously let down by your again your body my weight to strength. Extremely heavy body weight. Well, and no, my you, complete lack of strength. Your body weight to strength ratio, and yeah. like you aren't as strong as you'd like to be, are you? When it comes to climbing. No, but that's because I. It's not. My it's not. Sport yeah, it's and not your. For it. No. And even like especially now, you're not going to begin to no. start trying to. And I'm not going to try to lose weight certainly no. now because I need it would my just weight. Be, yeah, it'd just be ridiculous. I need my seal-like figure <laughs> to help me with my swimming. Seal-like. Although figure. I am heading dangerously close to walrus-like figure. <laughs> God. Um, other things that can really help though, which uh, like this is what I was sort of Sorry, alluding to yeah. then, is um, like technique. Like technique is such a massive thing in climbing, which you don't really like get until you've probably been doing it for a little while some people have it naturally they just are very good at the technical side of things but um other people it rocks at them <laughs> no i'm joking <laughs> <laughs> but other people you know it, take, it takes a while because think like you have like um being very good with foot placement yeah some people are just in, like instinctively know where to place their feet I feel like some people are just more in touch with their body. Yeah. And, like, where their limbs are than well, other like, people. But you get some people who are, like, really good with their hand placement. Some mm. people are really good with their foot placement. 
some people are really good at reading the route before they get onto it. People do that? Yeah, I know. We're, we're not good at any <laughs> of those things. But <laughs> Back in looking before you get on the route. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, they're, they're, yeah, they're, no, they're sort of like, these are your sort of bits. You have that, as you said, you, you said about that overall sort of body awareness. Yeah. These are things that can make you better at climbing. Yes. Like, if you can read the route before you get on it and you can visualise at least where you have to be, it can help, even if you aren't maybe fully confident on the route as you probably would be, if it was, like, an easier route that you're trying. Yeah. I also think getting endurance, because stamina and endurance are such a big thing in climbing, more than I think people give it credit for. Yes. Because if you have got, like, no stamina, the minute you get on the wall... You can be absolutely exhausted after. On like, the other hand, I cannot boulder climb. at all because I have no power, and I'm actually better on top rope. Yes, you because are. I yeah. have more endurance. So yeah. you do need some element of power because <laughs> I just any kind of power move, I just have nothing. I'm like that's hanging there, like I want to be on a slab. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be able to lean on the wall. I also say, yeah, actually, that's something else to put in as well. Is um, different walls give you different um, advantages and disadvantages. Mm. So if you are climbing like a slab. It can negate some of like the weight issues, like obviously that we encounter yeah. where we are, you know, heavier. Uh, but if you are climbing on like an an, an incline, yeah, it uses it basically against you, and you're yeah. like trying twice as hard to stay on the wall. <laughs> I really don't understand people that are like, oh, I'm just going to campus this massive upside down thing, but I cannot do a slab. I'm like, it's a lot easier to do a slab. It, that's I always think that's that. Again, that's not having that technical ability yet. Yeah, maybe. Like, they have a lot of power yeah. and, like, strength. They probably make very good calisthenic athletes, to be honest. I just don't understand Because it. it's I'm not like, the same... I like, But isn't it easier just to, like, lean on the wall and move your feet around <laughs> than to do this, like, massive bit of effort upside down? I used to, I used to do quite a bit of canvassing, like, back when I first started. Because it, it's quite a... <laughs> just because I'm really bad, but I think that's one of the things that you quite enjoy as, like, a beginner. What, because it looks good? Yeah, it's quite it's quite flashy and like you, you get quite a, like a... It, it just looks fun, doesn't it? I don't know, I've never been able to do it. <laughs> <laughs> but then I actually, when you sort of get more into it, I think that you realise actually how inefficient it is. Oh yeah, it's burn you out and never yeah. do anything for the rest of the day. And like, you know, the minute you sort of... You aren't really wanting to use your arms much, are you, when you're actually climbing? Yeah. You want to use your legs for a lot I, of I feel like there's a certain type of person that loves doing a showy campus. You know where I'm going with this, don't you? Uh, yeah, I do. I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> no, but James knows what I mean. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think things like again hip placement, getting as close to the wall as you can. Yeah, things like that can really assist, like getting like just general improvements. Also, I always think the other thing that's worth bearing in mind is that sometimes you just have a bad day oh yeah and also sometimes you go to a gym where the route setting just does not suit you oh yes that is something to definitely bring up because because there isn't a like a way of setting routes because it's all up to feel yeah one person's v2 can be another person's v5 so for example the gym that i go to every thursday morning and i I used to go to every used to i don't anymore but i was i was bouldering there every (laughs) thursday morning before work yeah for the last, like, however long, it's obviously their setting. They keep setting these things with really high left legs to start. 
So yeah. you've got this left leg that, like, my, I don't, my hips are not that flexible. My <laughs> leg does not go that high. And I'm quite tall. Well, it's kind of counterproductive to swimming, isn't it, really? Because yeah. you want to be sort of tight. Yeah, I, I'm quite tall, but my leg doesn't bend like that. So all these things, I can't bloody start because I can't get my <laughs> foot on it. And that's just a classic example of setting that does not suit you. Yes. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. Like, again, it's because it's, everything is set by someone else. Well, obviously who someone then, who's got a very flexible left hip. Well, no, but then who then will say what the grade is. Yeah. It sort of means that they can be very biased. Well, it's obviously what they like. But it's, yeah, but it's a case of if, if they're very them. good, yeah. then their, their case of what is an easier climb to them is going to be completely different to what someone who is, like, you know, just beginning is going to say mm. is an easy climb to them. Yeah. Because if, so, if you're just beginning out climbing... A ladder is probably going to be like yeah. the only easy climb you'll encounter. <laughs> Everything else, because you aren't used to reading the route yet. Is Do you know what I hard. also don't like? Go on. Um, on the on the route setting round, mm-hmm. I really don't like when they make routes difficult either by making them long mm. or making it a really low cramped start. Yeah, unless it's like specifically for like cause... unless it has an obvious purpose. Well, no, because sometimes they have the ones where like it's for like kids. Yeah. Like it's like they call them like I mean. the short start or whatever. I don't mind the occasional yeah. low start, but when it's just constant children. Children, yes. <laughs> I apologise. Kids are baby goats. <laughs> Maybe it's seven baby goats. They'd probably be very good at climbing. Let's <laughs> be honest, mountain goats would be better at climbing. They are than boss small at climbing. children. Imagine if you just unleashed a mountain to get into a gym, it would be like boss all the like hardest climbs. At least on the slab anyway. Straight up the slab. Yeah. <laughs> just be sat on the top just staring down at everyone like eh. <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> like a gym goat. <laughs> gym goat. <laughs> look, look, we, we're just gonna, look, we'll unleash the goat. He'll show you how you do it, and then you do it yeah, after. Exactly. You just do what the goat does. <laughs> You're like, how do I even attempt this? But yeah, I think hip placement, shoes to some extent, um, getting a bit more like sort of strength, stamina, endurance, I, I, to be and honest, reading the route. I think, are your main sort of things. I think as a beginner, it's really just time. It is, yeah. It's time and keep it's... going, and don't overwork any of your muscles and pull yeah. something because that will be. Bad. Oh god! Yeah. Um, so just, just take your time. Also, have fun. Cramp is a real thing that can happen, and it's awful. <laughs> I don't really get cramp. Oh yeah, I mind you. The other day, I didn't say I get got cramp swimming, and literally that day, <laughs> I then got cramp. So yeah, maybe now I'll get cramp. That is true. Yeah, that is, that is very true. That was. That was hilarious. I, I still can't believe you did that. <laughs> You're like, I never get cramped when I swim. <laughs> to be fair, it wasn't that bad. I did get to the end of the lane. And no. Going, so it, it was yeah, fine. Yeah, it, it wasn't, wasn't like, bad. oh my god, I have to stop. I'm going to drown kind of <laughs> Yeah, no. But it, it was extremely ironic that you were like, no, it never happens. Never get cramped. And then it did. Then it did. <laughs> I cursed myself. <laughs> you cursed yourself. I did. Yeah, so that is true. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I think everyone should try it. But I also think that... I like how we're selling climbing to a podcast about climbing. Well, no, presumably it's... only people interested in climbing No, it's just to. sort of, you know, just discussing just, just climbing a... in general, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, just a general sort of... And the things that I, like you sort of wish you knew when you started, maybe a little bit more. Like, you know, once you sort of got past the point of, like, beginning and you were like, I want to keep doing this. Yeah. Because I wish I'd known about hip placement, you know. Or at least I wish I'd understood about hip placement. Because someone can tell you about it. Mm. And you don't really get it until... I don't think I get it. <laughs> oh, don't lie to me. You do, because they're, they're like... Especially when on the slab, you really... You're a lot better than I am. Oh. I don't know about hip placement, though. I don't do anything with my hips, particularly. I think it's more an intuitive thing to some extent. Maybe, like, yeah. You just start getting more used to it, and it's, you find it 
you realise how like much it assists you when you you sort of thrust into the wall and then you're suddenly a lot more stable than you were when you started. <laughs> you're like, oh, it made a difference. <laughs> My big advice to people starting, and I would say particularly women, mm-hmm. and that's a sweeping generalisation, but generally speaking, because women tend to be not as strong as mm-hmm. guys, just off the bat. Yeah. I would say don't neglect your feet. Don't think it's all about hands. I think you know? actually that's a good thing to say about for men as well. To be fair, I think a lot. Yeah, but most men can kind of pull them their way. But no, but the that's a problem. Because it's a problem. You shouldn't be doing it. No, Everyone no, should think about it. Because their feet. then men effectively men teach themselves a better. bad. Men plateau more. Yeah, definitely. Like you, yeah. Like there, there is a point where you can get through maybe the first several easy grades. Yeah. Just and then pulling yourself around isn't going to work for you anymore. But yeah. I also think climbing is incredibly good for like shoring up any sort of little gaps you have in like other stuff you do. Strength training or, or other activities. Yeah. So like, it's a good form of cross training, I think. Yeah. Because obviously you don't do any real gym work. Not no, much. Not a lot, no. No. Because like, I hate it. Yeah. But you found that like the sort of the climbing gives you enough sort of strength. Yeah. Like, I mean, and it know, shores up these little little gaps, doesn't it? Effectively, as, yeah, as exactly. I said, like that you might have needed to do more gym training for. Possibly, yeah. I mean, I guess it's hard to know, isn't it? Because you don't know if I did more gym training, would I swim better or worse? I also or find whatever. it's quite good for like injury prevention. Yeah. Because, like, generally, like, I get, I've obviously had injuries in my legs, but I haven't actually really had any upper body injuries that I haven't been able to recover from. No. Because, and I think that's. Because you, you can't, if you're hanging off a wall, like you sort of, you know, sort of straight hanging mm. off a wall, like with just your hands, you're stretching out all your your tendons, your joints, yes, and everything, and your muscles. Very good for your shoulders. Yeah, um, and I, I don't like, know. I think it depends how hard. You I climb, think to be because honest. you are constantly. I also think actually that's something else to talk about. Actually, is um, mm. if you push it too hard too quickly. Yeah, don't do that. That's when you could get an injury. But if you sort of gently build up and yeah. get that base level of like work, and just be humble. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wasn't going to. But like, just accept that you're not very good to begin yeah. with. You and, know, and just and don't rush the process. Slowly. Yeah, exactly. Also, actually, something else I found out is quite nice is climb with people who are better than you. Yeah. Like climb with people who are better than you can be really, really useful because one, you can sort of see how they will do things. Yeah. And you can sort of take a bit from how different people do things. Yes. Like if you watch loads of people climbing. You can sort of learn to understand how their like their positioning is, and yeah. you know if they've got a similar body type to you, even better. I wonder if you watched a lot of climbing on TV. I think that would have that effect. Yeah, if you watched like a lot of like I World Cup and stuff, it would probably help you with your root reading and possibly with like where you should put your feet on certain things. Yeah, just, just a thought, really. No, I, th- I think genuinely an interesting thought. I think from like theoretical points of view, mm. it would probably help you be like, oh, in theory. Yeah. I should put my foot here. Yeah. But if I put my foot, say, where someone who weighs half is half my size, yeah. puts their foot, it probably might not have the same effect as when <laughs> they put it there. You know what I mean? So in theory, I think it could help. But I think you have to remember that, you know, they are a different person to you. They will climb in a completely different way. They yeah. have completely different talents and drawbacks. Oh, it's more just a thought, but suddenly. No, I think I think it's a, I think it's an interesting idea. But yeah. Um, I'm not going to test it, so. <laughs> Just, just like get super into watching mad climbing videos repetitively. You know, rewinding the video, rewatching the same one, yeah, hold over and over and again. Oh, how did how did he get his foot on that uh, slab? On that you know, on that volume. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could th- just not worry about it. Yeah, 
I just think as well, like, there's a lot of lingo, isn't there? I feel like there's a lot of people that are into climbing that try to be really cool. <laughs> like, genuinely. I think, to be fair, you need to sort of learn it as well, otherwise, like, you get really confused with what things mean. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You kind of do need to use it, but just, like... Well, I, I, you actually probably know more of it than I do, like, because I just don't ever make an effort to learn much of it. I, I know most of, like, the climbing stuff, but anything, like, more niche, I'm not ever really too sure on. Like, I'm not... Like, I know, like, the holds and different, like, yeah. volumes, but I'm not really good on, like, the movements. Am, but, I, am I? You think about like like when people say, "Oh, is it like use the ariette or whatever they call it?" Yeah, like, I stuff don't know like what that. that means. I think it means like basically use the side of the wall, but uh, I would just say use the side of the wall. <laughs> is what I mean, like because like it's not something I've ever really committed to. Yeah, I I have I I don't care if no. I know all the words to be honest. Though it does, it, it's not very helpful when you're like you know when someone tries to help you and they're like speaking in like yeah. climber and you're like, what does that even mean? Like, just say left or right. <laughs> <laughs> Smear off the left. What? <laughs> Put your hand up. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and also, yeah, I think that's something else. Like, is let pe- if you are helping someone who's just starting climbing, let them make their own mistakes. Yeah. Because it's very easy to just show someone how to do things. Yeah, but you don't learn that way. No, that's because why. No. Then, if, then, if, then you have no if skills that in route. Person routine. goes away. Yeah. You then don't know how to do it. Yeah. Or I, why... I think maybe when someone's very early beginner if they're literally just starting yeah, like showing a them a yeah. few techniques is probably helpful i watched something on um, youtube earlier actually and it was basically like you have five attempts yeah so take those five attempts have a go if you fall off that's fine have a little rest recover go again yeah. and then if you can explain why you fell off okay that's how you know that you're getting better because you, you know when you first started, you wouldn't really be able to explain it, would you? Be like, well, like why you couldn't do a move? Yeah, yeah. You'd be like, oh, I'm just not good enough. I just can't do it. Yeah. Or or our uh, classic, I'm too heavy. I'm too heavy. Yeah. But I think. Uh, or I wasn't warmed up enough. Or, yeah. or I'm too tired. Yeah, that one. Depending yeah, on yeah, how far yeah. through the session you are. I will say to be fair, like I'm too tired is is probably a pretty yeah. solid one. Because also, I find I'm not warmed up enough is quite yeah. a. Um, I find you can burn out too hard if you're not careful if you're not warmed up enough. Yeah. Like if because. I can definitely do moves when I'm properly warmed up that I can't do cold. Yeah, yeah. So make sure you warm up properly. Yeah. And that's also really important for injury prevention and oh, all of that kind that, of stuff. That's, that's the same for any sport or any activity, yeah. to be honest, in general. Yeah. Like, I don't yeah, think I know any activity physically where they say you don't need to warm up for. To be fair, for swimming, you just kind of get Competitive in and go. Competitive trolley racing. <laughs> I bet you need to warm up for that. Oh, no, I pulled a hammy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, I, th- I think, you know, it, it's one of those sports, isn't it, that everyone should at least try once, and I don't yeah. think people should dismiss. Because, like, I've climbed with several people in the past where they are terrified of heights. Yes. And, like, immediately they think, oh, that's, that's, that's it, I can't ever climb. Yeah. But I think that's not true. Because, one, no. there are climbs that are lower. Like, if you're that terrified, stick to the cave. Just climb in the cave, yeah. and, like, permanently. I've definitely come across people who... Went climbing once, found that they weren't very good at it, good at it, yep. and then just never went again. Yes, yeah. Like, I, think... I mean, if you didn't enjoy it, that's one thing. Yeah. But if you just weren't good at it, unfortunately, you need to accept that when you start something new, you're not good at it. Yes, I think you find that with people actually who have a lot of natural talent for things, or like, yeah, or are very things. Are generally very fit. I, I think people that um, 
I've okay. seen that actually. I've I, I'm going to I'm going to say out. something slightly controversial, but oh, I think you'll God. understand what I mean. Drum roll moment now. Um, generally, in my experience of that, it's people that go are very big gym users, as in yeah. I think there's some, there's some element of that I would give you. Because they expect that it will transfer, and it doesn't yes. necessarily. Yeah, I think of a certain type. Yeah. Like, genuinely, you're probably you're like you're very strong weightlifters. Yeah. Think that there will be a transition over to climbing. To probably any activity, yeah. to be fair. But actually, there isn't, unfortunately, because it's not the same... Like, if you can pull, I don't know, 300 kilos off the ground, but you weigh close to 300 kilos, yeah, you're probably not going to be that good at climbing because, again, your power-to-strength ratio isn't... Sorry, your body-weight-to-strength ratio yeah. isn't great. Yeah. Like, whereas if you weigh 90 kilos and can pull 300 kilos, yeah, you might be a lot better at it because yeah, your body-weight-to-strength ratio yeah. is quite different. So yeah, I, I completely. I think I think you're right in a way, and it's, it's not. Yeah, and I'm not. I'm not trying to pick on anyone or criticize no. anyone. That's just my experience. No. And again, it, it's it, not to say that going to the gym doesn't transfer. It's specialization. Yeah, exactly. The more specialized you get at like gym, yes, the harder you'll probably find climbing because it's a different form. Of and I think sometimes because um, gym goers don't quite realize that going to the gym is a specialization. If yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. They it doesn't always occur to them that it doesn't transfer to other activities. Yeah, I think. Because that's something I see in swimming as well. Yes, yeah. Okay. Oh, swimming is just a completely different beast, though. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I would actually, I'd, probably, yeah, I'd say, like, climbing is to some extent a completely different beast, but there is elements that you can get away with. Yeah, it's comparative. It's yeah. quite comparative to swimming. Yeah, there are there are definitely bits, like, I think especially when you get into, like, probably more, like, roped climbing, if you're doing it. Yeah, that kind of strange. Sounds really bad, but if you're doing it properly. Yeah, as opposed to us. <laughs> yeah, we don't do it properly. We don't do it properly. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think. Yeah, I think this has been quite a nice little just a little chat, a little bit of yeah. I don't know, just a rant, I guess. Yeah, I don't know what we're going to call this episode, or no idea, or how we're going to uh, explain it, or if anyone even wants to hear us mm. talk and ask random opinions about climbing, about climbing that we don't really know a lot about because we're not that good. No, just want to put that out there again. Yeah. <laughs> we have we are not qualified to comment on any of this. No, as I said, this is just our sort of thoughts and opinions, and yeah. And just like sort of general sort of like climbing chat. Yes. Maybe that maybe just kind of the it. general conversation that we have with each other that we are now having with you. Mm. You lucky things. Oh, you lucky fantastic. And if you made it there. to the end, well done. Yeah. Unfortunately, there are no prizes for getting to the end, but I mean, congratulations. Yeah. We could tell a secret, I guess. I don't know any secrets. Sorry, I don't know any secrets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I actually know. I got, yeah. I got one. Um, it's from a climbing place. The um, the dinosaur has power. <gasps> the dinosaur does have power. There you go. Don't it's a secret. It. Yeah, don't forget to rub the dinosaur. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. I've been Chloe. I've been James. And you've been listening to the Amateur Climbers Tour. Bye. Bye.